What's up, you lovely lurkers? Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I am your host, Willie. And I am your host, Scott. We're a show all about Reddit, covering all the ups and down votes in 30 minutes, or it's free. And if you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, or on the bruised cheek of Chris Rock. Well, Scott, this episode goes up right at the end of March. And oh boy, I think you and I, as we were prepping for the show, realized that there wasn't much on Reddit this week. But wait, <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a lot that we haven't already covered. Yes, there is still a war in Ukraine. Yes, the pandemic is still kind of going on, according to some people. Yes. Supreme Court justices' wives are still uh, trying to... Oh, wait. We might we might talk about that in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, if you want the real beef that's going down, a bunch of uh, multimillionaires were in a room. And one of them assaulted another one. And nothing happened. I mean, something happened. It. I think it's uh, now being heralded as the slap heard around the world. <laughs> Before we get started, what is Reddit saying about the slap that has rocked the world? That has Chris rocked the world? <laughs> well, Reddit has several things to say, as this was probably the biggest cultural moment we've experienced uh, in the past month. There are several different subreddits that all jumped on this hype train. But to bring it to a more personal level, like I was just sitting on the couch looking up stories for today's show, realizing that, man, this is going to kind of be a slow week again. How can we make this funny? What can we spin? Trying to come up with some game strategy. And I texted my buddy. I was like, hey, the, the Minnesota Wild one, you know, yay, exciting. And he's like, yeah, great for us. But did you just see what happened at the Oscars? And I was like, no, I saw, you know, like best whatever. And, and he was, uh, he just said, oh, <laughs> like nothing else. <laughs> and so I immediately go back to Twitter and nothing's loading. Like all of the pictures are blanked out. And I, I you know, I, I throw it in airplane mode for 10 seconds. I, uh, I try to figure out, is it me or is it Twitter? I, I update the app. I come back and the top trending thing is what just happened. <laughs> and so i tap on it and then there's just a bunch of people talking about an interaction between chris rock and will smith but nobody has posted any video yet and it's just like was that real did is this a real thing was that scripted is this a plant like what's going on and so i have to wait two three minutes kind of like jumping back and forth to figure out uh, okay, there was some sort of physical altercation. Where is the video? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You know me. I, I have a very early bedtime. Yeah, you p pop your pills. and I like to try to be asleep by about 8.30 my time. So I think at that point, I had my phone sitting on its charger, and I had the ABC app playing the Oscars, and mainly because I wanted to see what was happening. And... While I'm drifting in and out of consciousness, the the one other like peek behind the curtain for my life is that this entire weekend I had food poisoning or a stomach flu, something. It's just I lost five pounds. Do with that information what you will. 
It was all that uh, queso blanco from last oh, week. Oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I remember falling asleep, I think, after uh, Best Supporting Actor. And I fell asleep with my headphones on. I wake up in just this stupor to hearing Will Smith in tears giving his acceptance speech for winning Best Actor. And if that's and all like, that had happened last night, I'd say it would have been a pretty good Oscars. Maybe not revered, but pretty good. But in that moment, Scott, I was like, man, he's going on for a long time. He's really emotional. This <laughs> this movie must have been really great. King Richard must have been a really great film for him to be this emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Zero context as to what happened. Not realizing that this was just moments before winning his award that he got on stage and slapped Chris Rock. So I yeah. fell asleep. I wake back up the next morning. My phone was blowing up and I was like, I don't know what any of this is. Because naturally I wake up in the morning and there's tons of text because everybody around me is awake way longer than I am. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to deal with any of this. I still feel ill. This isn't the time for me to deal with text messages. So I immediately go to Reddit and there it was, front and center. <laughs> now, you and I will probably agree that when it comes to the Oscars, we're just like, meh, there's nothing that really grabs our attention. We like movies. You see more than I do now, just because of my hearing's not great all the time. But I still enjoy them. And the opportunity to uh, sit down and watch a bunch of people who had just done this job get recognized from each other isn't something that's high on our list of wants and or needs it's for me at least my opinion on the oscars is that i don't have much of a connection one because it feels like it's a fairly biased system that isn't really there to benefit the films that i enjoy you'll never see a marvel movie winning best picture you'll never see them being recognized for some of their work even though Uh, They'll do, like, biggest, like, VFX, visual stuff, but never, like, an acting or a directing shot in the world. But I think part of of me is a little, and maybe this conversation will be a little dated. We'll find out. But do you think that any of that was staged, or do you think that that was a real event? I read an article saying that there was a rehearsal the night before and that Will Smith had no reaction to Chris Rock. And that made me question how many people actually showed up for this rehearsal. Maybe it was just the people that are nominated had to be there to kind of go through and what would happen and where you're sitting. And to that effect, it made me think that it could have been staged. Now, what we see today are extreme everything, like do whatever it takes to get recognition. We've got, you know, people half naked on TikTok. We've got uh, wild, crazy stunts going on. Could have been staged, the slap part. And then Will Smith maybe was like, I'll show them what a best actor really is. And uh, went for the went for the swearing on live TV. So in the show notes, you will see um, from the subreddit, hold up, uh, there is the uncensored version. If you haven't already seen it, which I'm assuming at this point you would have, but uh, the Japanese televised version and Australia for sure didn't turn off the the audio. Whereas in the U.S., they they have a little bit of a delay. So the moment Chris Rock says 
well, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. They beep it before that even happens. So none of that audio makes it to air in the U.S. Honestly, this felt so cringe when I first found out about it. I watched the video without audio like three or four times just because I didn't I knew what was happening and I could see. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's plain as day. You can see Will Smith mouthing every single word. Very good enunciation. And I was just like, Ugh, I don't I don't think this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to watch it. Do you think that that was a reasonable response? No, he was he was not an adult at that moment. He was uh, out of his mind. What do you think he should have done? Because I have a post from white people Twitter of all places, maybe <laughs> kind of the worst, <laughs> worst one that I could bring up in this moment. But I have I have a response that I think is is a really I have the same one response. I have the same one. Yeah. We chose the same things this week, but he could have just like gave a big thumbs down, booed, you know, done something like that. And then talked it over after the fact beat his ass in the back. And then, yeah, maybe like got into a fight in the parking lot. I don't know (laughs) if we really need to do it, I guess. I don't think that if you're somebody who is a representation of what the best could be, if that's the person that you're trying to be uh, is a representation of everything somebody can be that you should resort to physical violence because you didn't like the words somebody said there's clearly hurtful yeah 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 no they they were and you know whether it was a targeted attack or not he he said something that denzel mentioned to him whenever you're at your highest that's when the devil comes for you which I'm sure he was just a bundle of nerves on top of everything Mm -hmm. else that he might have going on in his life. And there's just been a lot of history between those two that has has been kind of recent in the past year or so. Here's what somebody said, and then I want to put the spotlight on Chris Rock for just a minute here. But Dr. Gary Garrod? says, imagine if, instead of slapping Chris Rock, Will Smith sat quietly, then, during his acceptance speech, said, My wife has an autoimmune disease that has made her lose her hair. She's beautiful, strong, and wonderful, and I love her. Punching down isn't funny or okay, Chris. And moved on. Yeah. I mean, that could have been a spotlight for not only the situation, but it could have brought alopecia which is, I believe, what she is suffering from, right? into the spotlight in a whole new way and uh, put a positive spin on it. Now, will anything of dramatic effect happen from this for those two individuals? I honestly don't think so. I, I think that there's, they'll still have a seat at the table. They'll still be invited to future events because it's showbiz, baby. And this brought in views. It brought in mm-hmm. uh, attention, good or bad, and they want that. The show must go on. Now... Take with it what you will. I think that Chris Rock maybe just shouldn't have done the joke. And during those rehearsals, it should have been caught and it shouldn't have been done. Speaking of things that definitely shouldn't have been done, this week in Today I Learned that in one bestiality case in Colonial Plymouth, 16-year-old Thomas Grazer was forced to point out the sheep that he had sex with from a lineup. He then had to watch the animals be killed before he himself was executed. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, top comment. Good idea. Kill all the sexy sheep. 
That means the only ones <laughs> left are the ugly ones that nobody wants to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we've come a long way, haven't we? I think that guy came a lot more than us. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now, Willie, mm-hmm. you can be anybody that you want, right? Like, that's, that's what we grow up learning. You can be president, you can be uh, a CEO, you can be uh, an Olympian. Uh, yes, can... Scott, because I am a white male. <laughs> uh, you can be an upstanding citizen. Sarcasm for you new listeners. But he really is white. Uh, you can donate all this money to charity. You can, uh, you know, build roads and keep them up to date. You can, like have a library or a school built in your name, but you have sex with one sheep. It has never crossed my mind. Oh. Ever. <laughs> to think, I'd put my dick in that. Why? What? Why? It's, uh, I mean, it's it's old. It's really old. And, I mean, people lived very far away from each other back in the day, so I'm just glad they made laws about it. Because, honestly... <laughs> Can you imagine if there weren't? Yeah, I think this brings me back to my childhood. Go with me here for a minute. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when you learn about new laws, sometimes... Do you remember those little books? Like, I had one of those books that's like weird laws that exist in different states. And you'd open it up and it's like, you can't wear a dress when you cross the street on a Wednesday. Or you can't have ice cream in a day on, on whatever, right? You, those BS... Yeah, you can't wear a duck as a hat. And then you get to some of the real ones as you get older, you're in high school and you learn about things and they're like, did you know that there's a law preventing you from having sex with an animal? Which means, which means somebody's definitely having sex with animals. (laughs) Wrote it. They wrote it as all, not Mm -hmm. some, Mm -mm. not these ones. And those ones are okay. All of them. (laughs) Don't touch any of them. Don't put it in those. And I read that thinking, sure, that makes sense. That's like, don't drink bleach. You just, why would one do that? If you know what the thing is, just don't do it. Well, to kill coronavirus, of course. I can't speak for today's humanity. (laughs) (laughs) But as a child, I think that was well known that you can't put sunlight in the body and you shouldn't drink bleach. Now, when I was three years old, did I attempt to drink bleach? Yes. Did I throw it up? Yes. You were, That's uh, why I'm so pale. You were smoking weed back then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought that I'd go that far. Is it worth the fight? <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to, uh, to any farm or any zoo and demanding that, uh, like, listen, I, I've tried it with several humans and it's just not working out uh i'm getting along real well with this giraffe here and uh we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna tie the knot we're gonna we're gonna settle down and create a chimera family don't say nobody because i mean this is what I, the lawmakers are afraid of the lawmakers are afraid of that if they allow gay marriage that what's next dogs tortoises that was a legitimate argument in the early 2000s. If yeah. you haven't been around long enough to be a part of this dialogue, I remember politicians saying that. Like, if you allow 
a man and a man or a woman and a woman to get together, then when is it going to be your cat or your dog or whatever it might be? And that was specifically talking about marriage. <laughs> yeah. I, insane. <laughs> well, Scott, speaking of communities and the insanity that can come with communities, it's back. And when this episode goes up, Scott, it is back. Backstreet? R slash place. Go on. No burying the lead here. Let's get right to the point. R slash place is coming back. For the first time in Reddit's history, we're not only bringing back a past April Fool's experiment, but we're telling you about it early. Why? So you can stop asking us about it? No. So you can get excited. But... Let's rewind a little bit and provide some background because there's plenty of people here who have no idea what this is. At Reddit, their goal is to build features that make building communities and finding belonging easier. And five years ago, they did that with a little April Fool's experiment called r slash place. When they first ran place in 2017, more than 1 million Redditors placed approximately 16 million tiles on a blank communal digital canvas, resulting in a collective digital art piece that took the internet by storm. And pretty much every year since, at least one of you has made sure to let us know that it was the best thing we've ever done and requested to bring it back. So this year, on April 1st, r slash place is making its glorious return. <sighs> You sound excited. I, I'm afraid. Why? Because I already know where this is going. Oh. And I think you now know too. This is going to go up and everybody's going to get real excited and they're going to do something. And at the very end, they're going to make it into a fucking NFT. (laughs) (laughs) Can we make some predictions before this episode goes up? I... So if if you're unaware, it's a big digital canvas where every, what, 30 seconds at the time, you could click on a, a, a single pixel and change it a color of your choice. And that's all you had was a, a list of colors. You'd go to a color picker, say, I want it to be blue, and then you'd click a pixel, and then that section was, or that pixel was that color. And somebody could immediately follow you and change it. And eventually, it kind of looks like a digital quilt where people would make logos or, uh, you know... Uh, people's faces, works of art digitally in that quilt. Yeah, different Discord communities would gather and say, hey, for the next so-and-so, we're going to come together and we're all going to just focus on this section. So everybody focus on your pixel area and we're going to build out this logo and we're going to try and maintain it. Yeah, Uh, well, one of my predictions is somebody's going to resurrect Dick Butt. For sure. Yep. I think we're going to see a pixel art piece of the Will Smith, Chris, uh, <laughs> Chris Rock slap. It's a guarantee. Guaranteed. Do you think we'll see the return of The Void? People who don't know what this is. This was a collective group that was trying to put this like black and purple infestation throughout the whole art piece. Like it was some growth, some nasty like virus going across the whole thing. If it's like anything in the past couple of years, there will be a pandemic spreading across this for sure. Speaking of voids, this week in world news, the supply chain company Maersk has decided to completely leave Russia and sell all of its Russian assets. Now, you you just gave me a little confused look. Uh, 
when you think of Maersk, for most people, they have no idea what that is. It's the giant cargo shipping company that has those boats with the hundreds and hundreds of cargo containers on top of it. Maersk is the largest company. Oh. And so, so they outweigh Evergreen. Is that why they Evergreen keeps getting stuck? <laughs> twice now, guys. In one year, you've gotten stuck twice. Correction, I don't think they are the largest company, but they are definitely in the top five, maybe even top three. But imagine if the largest company in in the United States or in your country, wherever you're listening from, what up, UK? They're just deciding to leave. And you have suddenly this huge void. It's it's no small thing. The most surprising for me, who isn't like a military buff, I'm not following the Ukraine-Russia war as close as others might be. But the most surprising bit of news that I read earlier this week is that analysts believe that Russia is losing. One of the reasons they believe that is some of the more recent data shows that they're trying to solidify they're trying to solidify some of those more eastern sections of Ukraine as if they're trying to like hold off and say these sections are going to be ours and they're trying to pull out a little bit from the capital likely in a response to losing numbers and not being able to actually take uh Kiev like they were planning seeing this seeing businesses close seeing large manufacturers pulling out of their country this is going to have some really big impacts not only on world dynamics but just their country in general yeah uh one of the top comments is putin's plan to force western companies to come back within 30 days or lose all of their assets will backfire it was a bluff after an expected quick war to force ending what were only suspensions of operations and prevent companies from grandstanding after the war had already ended. But now that the war is dragging on, that bluff has been called. And Putin's threats to actually drive companies to leave and write off their losses, turning suspensions into permanent withdrawals. Do you feel like we're going to reach that stage where this is only going to be a month or two long conflict and then it's going to end? Or do you think that we're, we're just at the beginning of this? I don't see how it can logistically drag on without potentially escalating into something worse. You and I are not <laughs> in any sort of uh, uh, capacity to really talk about strategy or, you know, world history or anything like that. But just from the things that we've read from other people who are much smarter than we are and much more educated, I would say that. There's only a few moves left on the table. If we're just looking at this from game theory, you can advance more or you can retreat. I don't think he he can stand still without forcefully being retreated. I suppose he could just do nothing and then be made to look like a loser. But what's worse, retreating and trying to recoup some of your ego or just getting humiliated on the world stage? Yeah, Will Smith, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think it's time to switch to our upvotes and downvotes of the week. Last week, I brought you two upvotes. I had nothing negative to say. This week, I have two downvotes. Ooh, I might too. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I got one and one. Well, 
in the subreddit Cringetopia. I'm bringing it right back to the Oscars. Here is a video titled Haha Funny. And if you saw one of the opening jokes of the Oscars, you saw Regina Hall make a reference to, hey, all you specific people that are not, you know, attractive men. Hey, these attractive men, why don't you come on stage? Because I need to go give you a COVID test. So she talks about that. She objectifies these men and then they get off stage. It was just a comedy bit that just went away. So she lingers just a little bit longer and Josh Brolin and Jason Momoa come out to deliver one of the next presentations. And she pauses and says, oh, I should make sure you guys don't have COVID. So then she begins to give them a pat down and you hear the crowd laugh. And you know what I thought in that moment? Flip it. Josh Brolin is leaving. He objectifies a bunch of women and gets a bunch of them wearing dresses to come on stage and says, hey, look at these. I'm going to go swab their mouth with my tongue. And then they leave the stage and then two women come out and then he objectifies them. This would be a totally different joke. Yet we just brush past this like this is not a joke about sexual assault. Yeah, equality is uh, is moving kind of closer and closer every single day. It's where we have to we have to treat everybody everybody the same. Otherwise, we just can't do it anymore. I'm going to balance it out with a upvote for you here. This weekend made me smile. The original poster said, "I, a 25-year-old male, told my parents that I went on a date with a guy the other week and then they asked if they could tell my brother." We are not close at all and uh, complete opposites, so I wasn't expecting a message from him at all, but he sent me this text message. It reads, Mom told us that you went on a date with a guy the other week. I doubt you want to make a big deal out of it, but I hope you don't find it too hard to tell us about it. See, the main thing is that you can find someone out there who makes you feel happy, whether it's a man or a woman. The days are gone where you need to worry about what people think about stuff like that. Life is too short to go around hiding who you are and pretending to be anything that you're not. I know I'm not probably the first on your list to talk about stuff like this, but we support you. And if you ever want to come up and have a pint and chat in the pub, then we can always try to work something out. Thumbs up. It shows the amount of progress that we've made as a society that more and more examples of people with just a simple acceptance of you love who you love. Just do it we're proud of you, is becoming commonplace. I'm so excited. Well, I've got one more downvote for you this week, Scott. And this is a little video from the subreddit, mildly infuriating. This person, they're in their car, they have their video, and they face the video to one of the buttons on the dash that says sync. What would the sync button do? It would, uh, it would uh, drown the car. <laughs> I think after you see what happens, you would want to do the same thing. Sync is going to make sure that the AC or whatever temperature is set on one side of the car is the same as what's set on the other side of the car. You press that button and they both sync up with each other. Simple. Synergy. This has been a function of cars for years. It's like a circle, <laughs> just like tires, which there are more of. The person presses the button and then up on the screen, it says... The function has not been purchased yet. I saw this and I have no idea why that's a thing. Now, as somebody who drives an electric vehicle that Say has it. lots and lots of paywalls. Say its name. My Tesla. <laughs> did, you, did you know that all of the seats are heated seats? 
but I only have the front heated seats available to me unless I pay an extra $300 and then I fully unlock the rear heated seats. It seems very bizarre, but we got to find a way to squeeze blood out of a turnip these days. <laughs> or make every ingredient out of broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, rutabaga. It's all the same thing. And finally, to end on a very, very sad note. This week in music, I was extremely saddened. Uh, I had a buddy from high school that I rarely talked to reach out to me and say, did you hear what just happened? And I responded with, I have no idea what you're talking about. Because <laughs> from him, it could have been anything. Uh, but he was the first one to tell me the terrible news that the drummer from Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins, had suddenly passed away while on tour in South America. While it, it, on tour? Yeah. Yeah, It's it just hits me a little bit harder because this is arguably my favorite band and Mm. um, for those who aren't familiar Dave Grohl the lead singer and frontman of Foo Fighters uh, came from the band Nirvana who tragically lost their lead singer to suicide way back in the day and to this day Dave still sometimes has trouble even talking about his days in Nirvana and it's kind of like what we talked about before. When famous people die, you don't really know this person, but they've had a profound effect on your life for a really long time. And you have, especially with music, this connection to these bands. And uh, you just, you know, your heart goes out to them because he was a husband and a father and a brother and a friend to all of these people. It's just, it just sucks. Oh, well, I'm really sorry for... The impact that this has had on you, Scott. And it makes me think about the end memoriam section of the Oscars. And there were people in there that I didn't realize had passed away. And what a what a tough moment. So uh, sometimes it's best to just remember the happy moments you had because of that person's impact. And with that, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. Find more of us on our socials. And remember... No matter what you're into, whether it's facts about wasps, kitchen confidential, eye shakers, or German rap, there is a sub for that, the one that you remember, there is a sub for that. my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Will Smith just smack the shit out of me. Will Smith fucking ruined this episode for us. Why? This was supposed to be our April Fool's episode. And we couldn't not talk about this. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs>